And she called me and when my phone rang and said, no caller ID. And I said, Terrence, oh my God, do you think this is her? Do you think yes. he said, Joy, open, answer the phone, answer the phone. Yes. Yes. And I did. And she said, Deborah Joy, it's Oprah. How are you? Deborah Joy, like, it's Oprah. How are you? <laughs> I'm fainting. I'll call you back. Carrie, <laughs> I, I said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Could you imagine? Oprah telling you that she is going to open the door wide open as far as she could possibly open it and have you walk right through it. That's the call I want. Uh, but I'm no I'm no hater. I'm extremely happy uh, for my girl, Deborah Joy. Uh, she is the subject of this edition of Naked. Deborah Joy Winans on the podcast, y'all. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses. Helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I 
Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Naked. I tell you every week I'm excited about guests, but this week I'm truly excited about our guest. I have shared on the show um, in arguably the most honest way. I don't often find people uh, that I love and enjoy in my big age, in my adult years. I have settled into my friends are my friends. I don't need no more new friends. We all say that. And every now and again, you meet someone who changes your perspective on why that's not necessarily true. And today's guest is that person for me. Uh, she's beautiful. She's an actress. Uh, she's a mother. She is a wife. But she is also my friend. And, and 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 not only is she my friend, I'm her cup of tea. I recently have said, I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm her cup of tea. And that I am grateful for. I forgot to mention she can also sing. That's just also, that's an asterisk to all the many wonderful things that she can do. But when I tell you her name, I'm pretty sure the last name registers for you with a very talented family that has arguably changed the face of gospel, past, present, and future. Deborah Joy Winans is on the podcast today. Welcome, my love. How are you? I am speechless, actually. Uh, Carrie, you are so my cup of tea. And that was just the sweetest thing. I'm so happy to be here. I'm lovely. How are you? I'm wonderful. You look beautiful, as usual. You guys, I normally don't do my my intro. This was me just letting her know that I wanted it to be heartfelt and authentic. Um, because... You have been assigned to so many of us, uh, and when I say us, our crew, uh, a group of people that I hold near and dear, um, and while they have loved you, I was late. They have always loved you. I was late. I was late. But now I'm on the train. I'm on the train, and I'm Ooh, here. Better late than never to the party. You are in the party. You are in the room, and I am the better for it. So thank you. You've had a phenomenal year. I hope that you've looked at it that way. I think turning 40 is beautiful. Still very young. Um, it's a, a new chapter. You had a baby at 38. Um, you're very, and we'll get into that. You talked about that. But at 40, there is just this new lease on life, I think, that you have um, mentally, physically, professionally. Wow. So exciting. And I called our mutual friend and I said, well, what should I ask her? I had a, I, you know, I want to pretend like I don't know her. And in fact, I haven't done a deep dive about what it is you want professionally and personally. It's just such a beautiful vibe that we have. I don't feel like I have to get into tell me more about what, who you are and what you've accomplished. It's, it's, it's known. You guys watch Greenleaf, her character Charity. She's on that show from 2015 until I believe 2021. Yes, ma'am. All five seasons. And here we are. We don't even talk about that. We talk about who you are. But the one thing that I've always been curious about is you come from this family, this musical family. And I think it would have been a natural progression to be a singer, but you are an actress. You are theater. That is where you live. Yes. How does one do that in the, in the Winans family? How does one do that? Decide to be courageous decide to be bold, um, decide that the dreams that God has put in your heart, while they feel different from seemingly everybody else's, they are your dreams and you are meant to pursue them. Um, and so it was, it was difficult. It was difficult telling everybody, oh no, I do theater. And they're like, what is Are you going to say? <laughs> in the theater? <laughs> You on a Broadway? Is it Broadway? <laughs> Although That's my acceptable. granddaddy did tell me Broadway is the way to hell, the way to God is narrow. That's what the mm -hmm. Bible says. Mm -hmm. I said, Jesus, mm -hmm. okay, well, can I make it? <laughs> um, <laughs> that felt like a sentence. But you just, you just decide to be bold. And I knew it was all I wanted to do. And I risked it. That's all. I risked it. I got talked about a bit. People didn't fully understand me. Uh, even now, people will say, so you took a leap from singing to acting. And I was like, no, there was no leap. I did not sing before acting. This is all I've ever loved since I was a little girl. Um, my parents used to take us to the movies every weekend. We would do double features. 
And I was mesmerized by the screen, Carrie. I just looked at it and was like, that's what I want to do. And nothing was going to stop me. So being a woman in this world, wanting to be an actress, and then coming from a family where I'm pretty sure it was presumed what you would do. Mm-hmm. How has that affected your your personality and how you are with people? Do um, you hesitate to bring your full self? I wonder. I, I think that I used to hesitate to bring my full self because I didn't know if people would see me the way I wanted to be seen. Yeah. You know, coming from this family, which I am grateful for, I praise God for. It's been an amazing foundation. I recognize the shoulders that I stand on and I will always give them their flowers. I'm 100% their biggest fan. I will sit there and listen to every single album any day of the week. I will go to every concert. But coming from this family, people assume that you are a certain way. Uh, Even when it comes to the roles that I would like to uh, take as an actor, a lot of times it can seem very limited because people are like, oh, well, you just want to do faith-based films. No, and I have nothing against faith-based film. I am an actor to my core. I want Mm -hmm. to slip into a character. I don't want to find myself there. I want to find someone completely different. Um, My faith is who I am every day. Playing a different character is something I get to create, and that is the joy for me. Um, So a lot of times I find it difficult for people to see me the way I would like to be seen. And so for quite a while, I, I did hesitate to fully step into a room and own every bit of who I am. Uh, but I think that with age, I think that with um, my amazing spouse who has allowed me to see me for me, mm-hmm. I've been able to kind of come out of that shell. Okay, so let, let me just set the scene of what I think, and you can you can correct me, because I remember, you know, growing up, Trish was very much a part of our lives. Um, but when I found God on my own and as an adult, I was like locked in. I was like, if you talk to me, you get a free Bible. Like I remember being in college. I remember all of the things. And then there was a part of me, and I don't want to say that I, I stepped away from the faith, but there was a part of me that settled and I wasn't so Bible thumping as people would say, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I do know there was a part of me that missed out on worldly culture. Um, and I had to be reintroduced to worldly culture. And I, and I see it as your family every night, and they're not watching nothing too worldly. You know, the kids ain't watching nothing too worldly. You turn off that secular music. Like, I see that that's how you, I feel as if that's how you grew up. So I feel like that would take an incredible amount of courage and intestinal fortitude to live in a world, Hollywood, because Hollywood, by, by, by all means, is tough. Being an actress, by all means, is hard. I, I, people will ask you day in and day out to compromise. So while even knowing going into this profession, they would ask you to do this, knowing your background, do you ever struggle? I mean, yes, you are an actress, but do you ever struggle and say, God, I can't take that role. God, I wish I could do that. God, I wish I could say that. You know, I, I don't struggle. I don't Ooh. struggle. And I think it's because... I know who I am. I know what I've been called to do. And as I've gotten older and really fallen in love with myself, I think um, the way I grew up, I I became a lot more judgmental mm. because of how I was taught instead of just living life. And baby, let me tell you, if you just keep living, as the older people would say, just keep on living. You're going to stop mm-hmm. judging. You're going to stop canceling. You're going to stop acting like you are just the most righteous thing in the world. It is not possible. Okay. Um, so I think when I, when my, when my husband told me you are not perfect, I was like, yeah, like what? <laughs> Excuse me. Tears did not say that. How dare he? Oh, he did. Girl. Oh, how dare he? Look. And when I, it, it, it really busted my bubble. And then it allowed me to see all of who I am. 
and to be happy with it. The flaws, the the beauty, whatever it is, see it all as beautiful. See it all as God's creation and see it all as a journey to continue to work on who I am and who I've been called to be. And so once I got to that stage of loving all of me, the good and the bad, um, I made a choice. I don't go into anything without my boundaries already set. And so I know my boundaries. So if there is something that I think is necessary for the role that I'm not willing to do, then mm-hmm. it's, no, mm-hmm. that's not for me. And I'm okay with that. Um, but my boundaries have were, were set a long time ago. And mm-hmm. unless I feel, you know, the Lord shifting that in me, it's not a whole lot that I'm not willing to sit down in a room and create mm-hmm. and um, allow the gifts that I know God has given me to flourish. When you got Greenleaf, what did the family say? Congratulations. There were some congratulations. There were. We're I happy. Say we're that. happy. Yay. Yes. Okay. Uncle Bibi, Uncle Bibi was extremely happy for me. Bibi to um, G. You know, that's that's my homie. Um, he is, he really is a G at sixty one. He is yeah, he's a G he's killer. Yeah, and um, he's young. I didn't know he was sixty one. Mm-hmm. To me, that's young. Like he still it has is. so much life. You know what I mean? He does, and he will let you know that he has mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not after ten p.m. He will be. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did get a few uh, more reserved comments Mm. and uh a few uh why would you ever do that this is about the church they're trying to make the church look bad they're trying to uh make god look bad and you need to say no and i got a lot of that and i think maybe sometimes they were reading the summary of the show without actually watching the show and they didn't ask me how it happened And to me, that is one of the biggest keys that let me know this was 100% for me. I graduated with my master's in acting in 2010, and I was doing all these other things uh, theater-wise, and I got married in 2013. And I remember feeling frustrated. In 2015, I just said, okay, God, if this is what you have for me, I need you to open the door and I need you to do it in a way that only says you. Yeah. Two days after that prayer, my uncle called me to tell me, Oprah asked him to ask me to email her my headshot and resume because she had something that she thought I would okay. be great for. So guys, this is when we wrap naked. Guys, the show, y'all know how I feel about Auntie Opes. I, you know, I met her once, high and by, took two photos. I still put them up like she my auntie. This woman just came on my podcast and was like, my Uncle Baby called me and was like, Oprah's like, email me. Oprah's like, email you. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that to me. You know she the reason why I do what I do. That's rude. But that isn't that, isn't that what a blessing. wild and amazing? Like this so was beautiful. two days after I said, God, I need you to do this. I need you to open up the door. Thank you, Father. And so it's like, okay, wow. So I do this. She yep. writes me back. She's like, hey, <laughs> can I have your phone number? Absolutely. It, no. <laughs> I want to slam my laptop down. This is over. Look, I'm angry with you right now. Look, so jealous. I'm sec- like, Carrie, it blew my mind. And she called me and when my phone rang and said, no caller ID. And I said, Terrence, oh my God, do you think this is her? Do you think yes. he said, Joy, open, answer the phone, answer the phone. Yes. Yes. And I did. And she said, Deborah Joy, it's Oprah. How are you? Deborah and Joy, like, it's what? Oprah. How are you? <laughs> I'm thinking, I'll call you back. Carrie, <laughs> I, I said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. How are you? And she said, I know things seem crazy. I'm asking all these questions. Long story short, uh, once I can give you more information, I will. But there's this show that I'm reading that I think you would be wonderful for. Um, And when I mentioned you to the network, unfortunately, nobody knew who you were. And I said, well, they wouldn't. I, I haven't done anything yet. And she said, that's okay. I think that they'll see when it's they'll. I think that they'll see what I see when it's time for you to audition. 
So I'm going to forward your stuff to Lionsgate. I'm going to open the door for you as wide as I possibly can. And when it's time for you to do it, you just do what you wind and do. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next thing I knew, I had an audition. I went in, did the audition, didn't hear anything for like a week and a half. And I thought, oh my God, did I, was I terrible? And then they reached out to put my deal together. Now, I had never been that far. I was like, well, what does that mean? What does mm-hmm. my deal look like? And what was a deal? An offer? And I said, oh, Terrence, take it. Now, Terrence is an attorney, uh, my husband. And I was like, Terrence, take it, take it. He said, as your husband, I'm very happy for you. He was like, they are expecting a response and I'm going to give them one. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Don't you ruin just, this? Yes. Like, I just, I just yes, this, this yes. is it. This is all I need. <laughs> and um, to his credit, he worked that thing out and did some stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness. But he did the deal. Uh, they called me in to do one more audition with the creator of the show, which is Craig Wright. They said it would be like a 20 minute work session. I was in there for five minutes and I thought again, oh my God, I blew it. They called me the next morning, told me I got it. And so to me, that is a testament of being in the right place, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, being ready, not just saying, God, I want this, but being ready and seeing how God answered my prayer. And so to, you know, any of my family or anybody just in the church that felt like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. I know the journey that God has me on yep. and, and I'm good with it. I know how things have happened. And when you see how the Lord works things out in your life, you don't doubt that. People may not see it and everybody's not always going to see the vision. It's up to you to see it and keep going. So they'll see it soon enough. They'll catch on soon enough. I'm good with it. Yeah, the, the the vision, not a conference call, right? The, 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 the purpose is not a conference call. It's just for you. Yeah. But let's go back to Auntie Ope. Yes. I'm going to open up the door as wide as I can. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I always say hold the door open. But my boo said, because she's a billionaire, I'm going to hold the door as wide open as I possibly as can. As wide open as I possibly can. Y'all going to take that. Y'all take that nugget. That nugget. That nugget. We got to pay some bills. You understand how that works. So we're going to take a quick break, maybe a little longer than a quick break, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back in just a few moments. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Deborah Joy Winans is sharing all things. And if you haven't figured it out, yes, she is my friend. We do hang out. Um, and it's always hard for me to interview people that I know. But this was very, very, not only entertaining, but educational and inspiring. I hope you feel the same. Deborah Joy Winans on Naked. Okay, so then you get this role. Everyone's not excited. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You are. You mm-hmm. understand the vision. Absolutely. And you then step into this vision so beautifully. But as I know you, I watch you transform. And I wonder, from the moment I met you to now, um, I feel not necessarily a different person, but mentally, physically. Have have your fans adjusted to Deborah Joy 2.0 after Greenleaf? Are they... Are they excited for Deborah Joy 2.0? I think that they are. I've, I've gotten a lot of really wonderful feedback. Um, and I think, honestly, 2.0 probably started when I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had already uh, started my weight loss journey. So when I got pregnant, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Houseway, but we know how. <laughs> We yeah. do know how, and yeah. uh, you know, you know, you, yeah. you, when you it's, got it's, somebody, right. you're just loving and loving. You ain't thinking sometimes. Yeah, but, you're like, amen, okay, it's Lord. time. Amen. Praise the yeah, Lord. It was real. It was Sanctified. real good. I knew, I knew when that happened. Yeah, I said, okay, that was that night. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> knew exactly when, and um, and so I think for me, that was such a shift in my mind mm-hmm. that um. Because I was told so many things. I was told, maybe we let this go because your fibroids are too big. I had one that was 22 centimeters. And so my doctor initially was like, maybe we terminate. We get rid of the fibroids and we start over because I don't see a space where this child will grow. There's no space. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Um, And then if we don't do that and you keep it, there may not be space and you will probably miscarry quite early. Um, and I was just sort of flabbergasted by that, but then my husband stepped in and he said, okay, so number one, this is all your choice. He said, but number two, I wanted to know, will, will she be in pain? Is there anything that could hurt her in the midst of this? Like, is is she going to be okay? Cause that's my biggest thing. If she's not going to be okay, then we're going to find something else. And um, the doctor said, she'll be okay, but she'll be in a lot of pain. And I said, well, I can take pain. I didn't really know what I was saying. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was a pain that to this day, it it is the worst pain I have ever felt. And I had to go through the bulk of this pain by myself because I was in Canada shooting a film Mm -hmm. and it was still during COVID. So my husband couldn't be there. And I, it would take me 20 minutes to get up. Because the pain was so severe, it would take me to my knees. I would be on my trailer, on the floor, in tears, trying mm. to gather myself and put my clothes on so that I could go shoot the scene. Um, and it was the first time where I did not, I'm usually very optimistic and I usually see the other side of the trial or whatever I'm going through. This was the first time I could not see the other side. I was in tears and I was like, God, what did I do to be in this wilderness? 
But then my mind shifted and I just started saying, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for whatever this is. Thank you for this child. Thank you for maturing me. Thank you for showing me everything that you've called me to be. Um, And they told me, my doctor said, if you can get me to 28 weeks, then I know your child is going to be okay. So Mm -hmm. baby at 28 weeks, Jamel and Kelly threw me a baby shower to remember. Mm -hmm. And I finally took a breath and I celebrated. And then I took some pictures and I did an article with Essence because I wanted people to know, especially women of color, the doctors are not checking for us with these fibroids. So I wanted to be as transparent as I possibly could so that women who are wanting to have a kid, make sure you ask them to check for this. Make sure you know what's going on in your body so that you don't have to go through this amount of pain that I'm going through. Um, but that was where I think my 2.0 came in. And I was like, oh, oh, we about to, we about to figure this out. I was very much so into my health. I was very much so into figuring out how to be a mom. Mm-hmm. I was into not trying to do a snapback, but a real journey. Mm-hmm. And I had that baby three weeks early. He was eight pounds. <laughs> I I got rid of the five boys perfect. four weeks so after that. Perfect. 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 So perfect. He was perfect. So handsome. And so sweet. So just everything. A, just a kind. He was such mm-hmm. a kind baby. He was a happy mm-hmm. baby and a sleepy mm-hmm. baby. So I didn't mm-hmm. have those woes of, I think the Lord realized he needed to give me something because mm-hmm. we were able to sleep. He came out and was sleeping all day, all night. Just mm-hmm. a sleepy mm-hmm. baby. So I said, He's well, like, go you, ahead, Jesus. get your rest on mama. Go, get it. Because you've been busy. This was tough. Look, you've been busy. Okay, it I like tough. that. Um, and so he came out perfect, wonderful, fully healthy. And then four weeks after my C-section, I got my fibroids removed. And then I was back at it with my trainer. I was like, okay, we got to take it slow. But this is my goal. This is what I want. And slowly but surely, we have rebuilt my mind, Mm -hmm. my spirit, and my body to what I've seen in my head. Um, And like I said before, you can't ask God for things that you are not preparing for. And I think a lot of times we say, oh, I want this. I want that. God, do this for me. Do that for me. But we are not ready. And so I've said quite a bit, oh, I want to do some Marvel stuff. I want to do superhero stuff. I want to be able to run. I want to, I want to do thriller. I want to do action. So I put myself in a body that can handle that. Um, And so that's, I speak it and I ask God for it and then I prepare Mm -hmm. for it so that I'm ready. And so Mm -hmm. this 2.0, I think my fans are really embracing. They are embracing the motherhood of me. They are embracing the whole journey, the being honest about where I am with my body and what's happening. I think that this world embraces honesty. I think they embrace I being naked. They want it. They want it. They want you to be as honest. And by the way, it's so incredibly, like I said, you just have so much courage because it's so incredibly vulnerable to do what you do, to be an artist where you put your art up in front of everyone and say, hey, do you like it? Like you, mm-hmm. do you, what do you feel of it? Do you think you like it? Because uh, I still think artists are sensitive. I consider m- myself an artist in a lot of ways. I'm super sensitive, which is why mm-hmm. I find a prism to protect myself with my tribe. And, and when I venture out of it, I'm like, this makes me nervous, but okay. You know what I mean? Like all of mm-hmm. that. I, first of all, you look good too. Y'all go on Instagram. She's so fine. She's so damn fine. She's been fine, but she's so fine. We were in a wedding uh, together. Our friend Kelly Carter got married um, and the bridesmaids was fine. It was me. It was you. It was a whole bunch. They was just this brown girl dreaming. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I love everything about this. It was just a beautiful experience. But what I did also see in you, um, at the wedding and obviously all the events that we did leading up to the wedding was that you are very comfortable in your own skin and that's hard to be as an actress. And in a world of so many beautiful brown actresses, do you ever get into the, for just even a moment, the comparison of, God, Mm. I wish so-and-so, I auditioned for that role and they gave it to, I won't say a name. And they gave it to her. And so why her? You know what I mean? Not hating, but just like, right. why her? 
my business is very different. They'll come to me and say, Carrie, this is your gig. But if I see somebody else doing a gig, I know that should have been, I'm like, dang, I guess it wasn't meant for me. But I could do that too. But they're very specific of who they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And when you're auditioning and you're down to the one and the two and they take the, the other one, how do you feel? How do you handle that? Sometimes it's difficult if it's a project I really, really, really wanted. Um, do you have one you can share? You don't have to tell me who got it. Oh, well, you might, excuse my French, you might end up telling me who got it by saying what it was. Okay, never mind. Go, go, go. There was one. um, The year that actually I found out I didn't get it. The day after I found out I was pregnant. Um, It was hard because I really, 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 really wanted it. At the end of the day, there was so much uh, physical that came along with that role. And I never would have been able to do it justice because that pregnancy from the start had me in a pain that I, as I've told you, could not fully describe. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know that wasn't for me. Um, and I fully believe that with everything, when you don't get it, I, I, I fully believe it just wasn't for me. I think, um, the only thing that, I don't compare. I just have noticed the couple times that I don't get the thing that I really wanted. They've gone with a completely different look. Um, it's been light skin. Mm. And I'm like, huh. That's even, uh, okay, I guess. Huh. And okay. so from that, and it's not about the person that actually got it because look, mm-hmm. I'm always going <laughs> to cheer you on, especially a woman of color, baby. Mm-hmm. I've got Mm -hmm. your back, your front, Mm -hmm. your side. Like, I love it because I believe that what is meant for you is meant for you. And whatever God has for me, he has for me. Um, I was sad to hear that it was, oh, well, they wanted this more uh, quintessential beauty and they felt like that was in this. So the quintessential beauty is the light, not the dark. Mm. That's what we're still fighting in Hollywood. And I'm like, mm. Ugh, guys, so that's not okay. That's um, so but I don't, I don't find myself comparing and thinking in a way, well, why not me? Uh, it just wasn't for me. But when mm-hmm. I hear that the mindset behind it is, oh, well, the light skin is prettier or the light skin looks better or the light skin, then it's like, guys, How? that's, why are we doing that? Um, so old. We're still doing and again, that? We're still doing that. And that is something that caused me to look at myself <clears> and say, oh, well, maybe, you know, you're not. And then I said, uh-uh, oh, I am everything I am meant yeah. to be. I am fully enough. And they just didn't see it. But also, it wasn't meant for me. It wasn't meant for you. That's it. That's it. Because that's if that's what you wanted, you didn't want me. And I didn't want to, and don't squeeze me into something you don't want me for. Mm-mm. Well, I'll tell you what you are wanted for. So I am getting these emails for this this lovely show, this premiere. And I couldn't make it because I was on the East Coast. And I'm all like, wait a minute. Is this Deborah Joy show? By the way, when I say your name, I say it with an accent. Deborah Joy? You do. Why do I do it's that? It's very sad. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you offended by that? Am I doing something wrong? Because I feel like no, I'm, I I'm culturally appropriating, and I'm all I like, "Why am I, Deborah Joy? Yeah. Deborah Joy? Look, I know uh, it's you calling me, hey, Deborah Joy. The first and middle name is it? Is that all one name? By the way, is it Deborah Joy? Or is it mm-hmm. just Deborah? Is it, no, oh, but it's I don't just Deborah. But but, but I'm like, but I don't like Deborah alone. Okay, I've never so, been her. And we There's mostly like call you Deborah's. Joy. We yeah. mostly call you Joy. We all mm-hmm. we all call her Joy. Y'all can call her Joy. Yeah. Your mama call you Joy. I'm gonna call you Joy. I'm kidding. Um, so I I find it interesting about what you talk about this the color dynamic because that never comes into play with me. I and I really and I'm really blessed because I just never had that issue growing up. I was always brown, but I did notice in college that they did prefer women who were lighter in certain instances. They being men in certain instances, but it never really permeated me or affected me. I was just like, y'all stupid. I'm fine. That's, that's one thing my mama did give me is a lot of confidence. No humility, lots of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let the world burn me. I then I got life the humility. Will give you that. Life gave right. it to me. Yeah. Um, but you have this new show. 
I just celebrated your birthday with you in Cabo. It was fabulous, y'all. It was fabulous. If y'all saw those pictures I posted on Instagram, it was Deb Joy's birthday. And we was living. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, God, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed that I can have those experiences and meet new people. You have a great crew of wonderful people and you brought all your crew together. It was just beautiful to see us, us blacks just out there living the highest of heights. Yeah, <laughs> we were up there. We were up there, girl. We was living. We were and up there and we were throwing it. And we was throwing it. Oh, girl, we were throwing it. <laughs> Y'all go to the, because we rented a boat, go to the boat pictures. I'm going to have to go. By the way, when this episode airs, I hope my producer, Jacques and Dwayne remind me, I'm going to post a series of photos so you can know how we were living. Had a great time. But um, you looked amazing. You were surrounded by so much love. And you, and you, and you're so elegant and graceful with it all, uh, which is enviable, right? Like you have to really pay attention to how you receive the love that you give mm-hmm. and how you share the energy with everybody. Cause you were sharing it. You and you and Terrence are so lovely that way. Um, but then you have this new show that you've been dying to talk about, but you can't because of the strike and all this other stuff that's going on. And now it's here. How do you feel about being the lead? My stomach, oh my God, my stomach hurt just jumped saying that for you. How do you feel about being the lead on Terra Lake Drive? This 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 thriller, this anthology thriller Kelly schooled me about today um, in terms of anthology, the words, yes. big words. And yes. how do you feel about it? I watched the promo. I mean, you're great. I'm not even, you're great. You're great. You're great. You. You're you're a great actress. That's not even the, the what. How do you feel about carrying a project? So, while we were in the middle of working, um, we were shooting this in April and May of this year, and I felt like I was in my bag. I felt like I was just growing mm-hmm. and hitting new strides. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt really, really good when we wrapped. Um, and I would always check in with the director and, and writer and make sure he was getting what he wanted. And shout out to Jerry Lamoth because I met him. And you just never know how God is lining things up. I met him while I was in the worst pain of my life in Canada shooting that Christmas movie. He was mm. the director. Oh, wow. And um, he kept saying, I really want to work with you again. Now you hear that. In Hollywood. And you're just kind of like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, And then he actually reached out. He reached out when they were doing uh, season two. And I just had my baby. So I couldn't do it. And then he reached out again when they were about to start season three. And he was like, I am telling you, as I write, all I see is you. Mm. this, This has to happen. We have to figure this out. And mm-hmm. so we got our teams together to figure it out. Um, and so to work with someone that had already worked with me and wanted to work with me again. I am a fan of that. I am a fan of going where you are embraced and loved and mm-hmm. celebrated because the work is already going to be difficult. We shot seven episodes in 26 days. Mm-hmm. It was grueling. But. To do it in a place where you are loved and taken mm-hmm. care of and celebrated mm-hmm. means the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it also created a space for me to really grow and thrive. And so I would always check in with him and he's like, no, the, this is exactly what I wanted. And then some like, we're, we're, we're doing this. This is great. So when we wrapped, I felt like I, I did what I did. Um, and then as we got closer to uh, that private screening, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh God, I invited people. Yeah. Is, is my work going to stand? Am I enough? Am I enough to carry a series? Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. And yes, I, got I nervous. Carrie. <laughs> I, was I so got an answer for you. <laughs> you are. Go ahead. I just I I I didn't know. And wow. when we sat there in that screening, first of all, to do that with your people. Whew. It's the there. best because I'm pretty sure everybody was hyping you up. I don't know. I already know. Just like, my name coming on the screen. And we mm-hmm. were so black up in that joy. Never joy. We were Never joy. Yes. Never joy. It was all of that. And then the first time my face was on the screen, everybody went to cheering and clapping. 
And I just was like, oh, and then we settled in and we watched two episodes and you could hear a pin drop. Oh, wow. The work is there. The work is there. And then a lot of uh, people that I have worked with, my Greenleaf family, um, my friends that know me, that have seen me from the beginning were like, oh, Joy, this is another Mm. level. Your work is another level. Not, Mm -hmm. Not only are you coming on here and just sort of commanding with your presence alone, but then you deliver. I said, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm enough. I'm mm-hmm. enough to lead a series and I'm excited about it. I am really excited about it. It's very different from anything I've ever done and it's good. It's really good. Oh. Hey guys, two things just happened. The first thing is that she just gave me the name of the podcast, I Am Enough, right? This is this episode is called I Am Enough. Mm. The second thing is what people who are forward-facing rarely do. Um, and I'm talking about people who present their work, who, who have accolades, who've done, they rarely say, it's good. You rarely tell yourself how great you are or how good you are. It's just hard. It's hard to do that. It's hard to see it because we've been taught to pick ourselves apart in a world that is picking us apart too. So we join in. Mm-hmm. For you to say it's good, like I'm good, means it's excellent. Mm-hmm. And I am so proud of you for saying that out loud with conviction and believing it and understanding, yes, I am this good. You're like, I is it just me? I'm watching <laughs> And it's good. And by the way, it's streaming today, available today. Today. And today, whenever this airs, is today that means go down and stream it. All Black Network, right? Yes. Stream. Weekly. Watch. New episodes weekly. weekly. Or how many did you drop? How many did they drop today? One? Just one. Okay. Just one. So we just tune us in. We got it. You just bringing us along, bringing us along, bringing mm-hmm. us along. Seven episodes. Seven episodes, baby, and they they continue to grow with each episode. We got to watch two, and yeah, it's really it's really good. It's interesting. The writing is very interesting. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. We're, I know what it's about. Can you tell everybody what it's about? Can you tell yes. everybody what the anthology series is about? Yes. Wait, I'm like, wait, yeah. hold on. We're having class just by ourselves. <laughs> tell everybody what it's about. <laughs> yes. So Terra Lake Drive, season three, Summer Purge. Uh, settles on a family, uh, a Georgian family who um, I play a teacher who has two kids, uh, very in debt, trying to find a way out. Um, and this summer she is trying to figure out what all she can do to make some extra money to keep her family afloat. And she mysteriously inherits this multi-million dollar estate in a place called Lake Levy. And when they go to check out the estate, things start happening. Um, And all that glitters is not gold. And it gets to a point where you have to figure out what's important, how to maintain, how to keep your family together, and how to survive. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) And and y'all dealing with... Like, I mean, it's good, y'all. I just, okay, by the way, by the way, I'm just talking about the, from the trailers and what I've been able to ascertain. I didn't get to watch the full episode, but just the little bit that I have been able to see, I was like, I'm already mad and I'm already locked in. I'm already mad <laughs> as a black person and I'm already locked in and I'm ready yes. to beat everybody up. But I love yes. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Just the joy. This is the joy for double joy. Double joy, double joy. Paying bills. Press fast forward, fast forward. That little 15 second sign. We'll be right back. In just a few moments. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Connected with. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, 
a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. They girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Can make it work. You guys, so, so Deborah Joy says things like, I'll just take a tanch <laughs> of this. And I've been using it ever since because black people, our measurements are very bizarre. I'll be there in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a little bit? Uh, 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 right back, real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. What's real quick? Mm-hmm. What exactly is a taint? What's what's a scotch? <laughs> it's, 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 it's a scotch. It's you know a taint is a, 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 a it's a it's a bit. It's just it's a bit. You know, it's just a bit. It's a taint. You know, I think it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I I, I just have a taint. Like she was like, I'm the one ready to drink wine as I'm doing during this podcast. And she's like, I have a taint. I was like, what is a taint? I don't know. Is that a taste? What Uh, is it? So so a a taint is like, put Mm -hmm. a taint of of orange juice in my champagne. I don't want a mimosa, just a taint. You get it. You don't need to know the measurement, but you get it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Like I I told someone, um, I I was sitting in the makeup chair. For some reason, the makeup trailer was hot. And okay. I said, whoo, it is hot as the dickens. Uh-huh. And, my, and my makeup artist was like, well, where's what that? Is the dickens? <laughs> yeah. Where, where's that located? And why is it so hot there? Well, what is All the, the questions that we have. And why is it so my hot? My hairstylist said the dickens is a hot. <laughs> the dickens is whatever you need it to be. <laughs> it can be cold as, as the dickens. dickens. It can be hot as the dickens. This is hot as the dickens up in you here. Know? It's, okay, it's, well, we, whatever you well, well when you're trying to describe how much you have fun, what measurement is that? We had so much fun. It was like a ball of fun, a load of fun. Ooh. Is there a measurement for fun for you? Uh, no, because I'm always having fun. I am always, and and I've learned this, and I think my, so my friend Anika told me the other day, she said, I think this is just a gift of yours, Joy. And it's not to say that life does not life because it does every single day. I think for me, 
I just choose the joy. Mm-hmm. I just choose to be happy mm-hmm. because it is easy to just look at life and linger on it and yeah. be sad at some yeah. of the circumstances that you may find yourself in. But I just choose to be happy because life yeah. is too short. And yeah. so I don't have a measurement because I feel like it's always me. Like I'm just jamming. I'm jamming on the one all the time. You are. Maybe and, that's what it is. And you always like, I'm ready to finish some shit. Sorry, I, I excuse my French. I like to start, like I won't start it, but I'll finish some shit. I'm ready to be mad Look. at somebody real quick when they give me attitude. And you just be like, girl, I'm not even. I love that about you. I love that you're like, I don't have time for that. Like that person's not even a worthy opponent. Like let's focus on the joy to your point. They're, they're fully not. But also if my friend comes to me, Carrie, talking about uh, so-and-so did this, then what, oh, yeah, we what do we need to oh, do? Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's what grab the Vaseline and put it on that. our faces. I am from Detroit. You, you, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. We will. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Born I'm not calling you a punk. No, you will scrap. <laughs> she will scrap. Y'all don't get her confused on set. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. But Praise she Lord. will scrap. But we will fight. Amen. <laughs> um. So can we tell everybody about before I let you go? Uh, first of all, I need you guys to really truly support this project. She is. Um, She's a gift um, on screen and off screen, just a gift. So we have to support, we have to support our, our black projects. We have to support the people who, who um, stand in the gaps for us as a culture, um, especially black women. We have to fight so many battles on so many different levels. Um, and when you are quote unquote doing it all right and you're still fighting battles because you're still not meeting requirements, you know the world is not right. So you, we must support. We must watch. You guys watch. If you don't watch, I'm going to beat you up. But with that being said, can we talk about how much fun we had for your 40th birthday? She just dropped Anika. She's talking about Anika Noni Rose. And I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I will be honest. I am the friend who doesn't know any Hollywood stars. Yeah, there was Except that. I, I um, do know Oprah. I do I mean, know. We lived. We lived. I know BB. Yeah, you, you've been living. You've been living. You've been living. We, yeah, we, and, and, you know, and shout out to my husband and shout out to Oh, he t- Oh, your husband did that. Your Look. husband did that. Her husband put together a really beautiful, elevated experience. Usually men would be like, you need, what do you need? You need food? You need anything? Everything's fine. We're fine. We had everything. 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 The dinner. It was just beautiful. Was the weekend of... Like you have, you had 18 events. You had 18 events. <laughs> she had 18 events for her 40th. I'm not coming to no more events. I'm done. You had there 18 were, events. Know. There were so many. There were so many. But he just, I told him, probably starting at like 36, 40 is going to be very special. And I need you to understand that. Okay. Um, he's you known how big birthdays are to me. Every birthday. I'm going to celebrate every birthday. Um, but 40, I was very vocal about, I want it to be really amazing. And so at the top of the year, he reached out to Slow Meek, who is such an amazing event planner. She has so many incredible ideas and she does things very much so tailored to who you are. Mm -hmm. And so I had a surprise brunch where it was just all of these amazing women in my life who I love dearly. And it was stunning. It was gorgeous. I love flowers. I had never seen a flower bar. You could make your own bouquet. There was a, a champagne bar. Yes, because we gonna drink some champagne, okay? There was food, the, the flowers, the chairs, everything was so beautiful. And then there was a four-string quartet playing yeah. all this uh, rap. It was It was fantastic. Like it was bougie and... Black and Detroit, and it was all the things that I feel like I am wrapped up in one. And it was so beautiful from the brunch to the party, uh, where just my people, it just felt like so much love. And that's the biggest thing that I took away from my birthday weekend from all 18 events. Uh, there was love. You could cut that love with a knife. Everybody was yeah. there because they wanted to be there. And yeah. I felt like I was wrapped up and all the love I could fathom. And that was really beautiful. A lot of times you are focused on how you give that to the world, give that to your people. 
But to feel it come back to me was overwhelming and yeah. amazing. And I'm still living high off that baby. I'm living. Was, uh, shout out to my man, Terrence. He did a great job. Yeah. You guys, she got, a, she got a winner. And he's just also, I read that he was like, you guys are really good friends, if not best friends before you mm-hmm. started dating. Mm-hmm. He's a really good friend. Like, I don't, yeah. he's not my friend like that, but I, he could be. I can call him and be like, I, I can call Terrence to ask about you and what we do and which I have in terms of yeah. the plans for the party. And yeah. then 30 minutes later, I'm like, so like I was saying, what should we, like, <laughs> he's just that person. Do you want to tell him all yeah. your business? Yeah. Mine is still and in my sunglasses. Oh, I know. He'll keep it. He'll Mine keep is still it. in my he sunglasses. Will he will steal. He did steal uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. And, and wore them um, as if like they were his. steal them. Yeah. To be your own people. Yeah. And I should just give those. I need to retire them. Now, I still wear them. I need to retire them and just give them to him because he did look better. I didn't want to. Don't tell him I said that. He did look better. I would, the hair, I would, I would the freckles. better. You know, I mean. He did, it was his whole. It was his though. whole. No, but his whole aesthetic was better than mine. I was like, this is your vibe. This belongs to you. It was a moment. Um, is there anything that you were working on? I purposely shied away from people asking you to sing all the time because you could do that too if you chose to. But right now, my friend's an actress, so don't be asking her to sing when you meet her because she ain't going to do that, okay? Don't be like, oh, your last name is Winans. Can you just sing a song real quick? Except if you're Carrie and I do, I do ask. a private <laughs> dinner and she asks you after each course is brought out, mm-hmm. like, the, the, like it's going to have to change, like the, the <laughs> answer's going to change, the answer's going to change. I was like, oh my God, she's going to, she, she asked again. Hey, she getting on my nerves with the singing question. But well, because, well, when you do it so just naturally and off the cuff, it's so beautiful. You guys, that night, um, I, and I, I, when I tell you, I was so blessed to be around just talent. Like, it was you, it was Nika, it was Merle. And we were doing karaoke and people were just so talented. I'm like, wow, wow. Like, you, it was electric, y'all. It was electric. And I'm just happy I was there. Like, I'm just you happy to say I witnessed. Of, Terry, because I see all Black Star you. Search? Look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is that. But okay. I think that I've been surrounded by just full-on Black excellence. I see that in you. I see that in Jamel. I see that in Kelly. I see that in all of my friends. James, uh, Kristen, Megan, Jacarius, Eve. Yes. Like yes. we are surrounded yes. by so much beautiful black elegance, excellence. And I, it felt like the, the, the Harlem Renaissance, you know mm. what I mean? With all these amazingly talented playwrights, actors, people coming together and just talking, leaning in, loving yeah. on each other. Yeah. That's what yeah. it felt like. Yeah. And yes. um, it, I, I was, I was blessed to be, in that mix to be part of that. It's just, thank you for bringing us all together. Wonderful people. But thank you for bringing us all together. That was beautiful. Well, should mm-hmm. I thank Terrence? Should I thank Terrence? Uh, you know, sure. Maybe you, I know you, I know you curated the list. Should I thank Terrence though? It was beautiful. Y'all no, I'm posting, kids. I'm posting, go to my, go to my Instagram. <laughs> when y'all hear this and you, and I'm going to do a couple of clicks and tags and you'll be like, Oh, I see. It was the yeah. Harlem Renaissance. Is that the, I, okay, never mind. I'm all over the place because I'm like, is that the name of this podcast? No, I am enough because you are enough. Glad you are enough yeah. and you remind me that I'm enough and I'm so grateful for your friendship. I'm so grateful that I am your cup of tea. I'm so grateful you are my cup of tea. You're everybody's cup of tea though. But mm. thank you for that. I love you so much, Deborah Joy Winans. Deborah Joy! Deborah Joy! <laughs> it was just a change of time, you, but she was baby. here. Deborah Joy, I love just you. Thank you so much. Just for a change. <laughs> That beautiful smile, those beautiful eyes, on naked, being naked. I hope you guys have been blessed by her. See you next week. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.